welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. Uh, my name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host. Uh, I'm glad you're able to take time out of your day <clears throat> to come and read the next chapter in our Bible. Uh, we are in Matthew chapter 8, and this is episode 2.3. So, um, uh, I just want to remind everybody that uh, this is all about bringing God's word into the world and we me and Jeremiah are not trained pastors we are uh, just folks just like you are reading the Bible so hopefully this is a blessing to you and a blessing uh, to God so um, let me start out in prayer first and foremost <clears throat> Heavenly Father we thank you for this day we thank you for all that you provide for us, and we thank you, most of all, for the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We thank you for his sacrifice on the cross and the blood that he shed for our sins, Lord. We do not take that lightly, and we are so grateful for your sacrifice. Um, Lord, we pray that this moment in time is a blessing to you, and um, we pray that it's also a blessing to those who are listening or reading along. Uh, Lord, that's just... Um, it's a blessing to me to be able to serve you. So thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for all that you provide. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> all right, so let's just dive right in. Uh, just real quick, um, I'm going to remind you that, as always, this is the Daily Walk Bible, and um, this is what we're reading out of. So one chapter at a time, one bite at a time. So... All right, <clears throat> episode 2.3, chapter 8. <clears throat> and this is about Jesus doing miracles uh, in his ministry um, and healing people. So, Jesus heals a man with leprosy. <clears throat> Large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. I need to put my readers on. Suddenly, a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus said to him, don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. The faith of a Roman officer. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in bed, paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, the officer said, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under the authority of my superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say, go, and they go, or come, and they come. But if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And I tell you this that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, 
and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast in the kingdom of heaven. But, my, but many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, Go back home, because you believed. It has happened, and the young servant was healed that same hour. Jesus heals many people. <clears throat> when Jesus arrived at Peter's house, Peter's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. But when Jesus touched her hand, the fever left her. Then she got up and prepared a meal for him. That evening, many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command, and he healed all the sick. This, this fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah, who said, He took our sickness and removed our diseases. That's Isaiah 53.4, according to the notes. The, the cost of following Jesus. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he instructed his disciples to cross to the other side of the lake. Then one of the teachers of religious law said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, Foxes have dens to live in, and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. Another of his disciples said, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, Follow me now. Let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Jesus calms the storm. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to be drowned. Jesus responded, Why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man, they asked. Even the winds and waves obey him. Jesus heals two demon-possessed men. When Jesus arrived on the other side of the lake in the region of the Gadder Gadarenes, two men who were possessed by demons met him. They came out of the tombs and were so violent that no one could go through that area. They began screaming at him, Why are you interfering with us, son of God? Have you come here to torture us before God's appointed time? There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding in the distance. So the demons begged, If you cast us out, send us into that herd of pigs. All right, go, Jesus commanded them. So the demons came out of the men and entered the pigs. And the whole herd plunged down the steep hillside and into the lake and drowned in the water. The herdsmen fled to the nearby town, telling everyone what happened to the demon-possessed men. Then the entire town came out to meet Jesus, but they begged him to go away and leave them alone. All right, so that was chapter 8. A uh, couple of notes that I underlined um, <clears throat> uh, in uh, verse 3. Um, after the man uh, asked to be healed, Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Instantly. 
And it wasn't like, oh, here, take a pill and see me in the morning. It wasn't that at all. It was, he literally touched him and the leprosy was gone. Then Jesus said to him, don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the required offering in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be public testimony that you have been cleansed. So he wanted him to go directly to the priest. Didn't want to stop anywhere. Didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to say anything to anybody. He just wanted this leper, that old ex-leper, uh, to go straight to the priest with the offering because he wanted to make sure that it was on record that he was cleansed. So, you know, he didn't want him to be sidetracked. He didn't, I, that's what I believe. I, um, that's what it sounds like to me. So, um, then when Je uh, Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer pleaded with him, um, Lord, uh, my young servant lies paralyzed and is in terrible pain. And Jesus is like, okay, well, I'll come over and heal him for you. And he's like, no, no, no. You're, I'm not worthy to have you in my house because he's a Roman officer. Um, you know, so I think, you know, obviously being a Roman officer, they don't normally, I think, uh, associate with the, the Jews um, or the Israelites. Uh, I think that, it, you know, they were the rulers. They were the, you know, keeping everything under control. So I don't think that they normally had conversations. So uh, in this instance, you know, this officer knew, I think, um, that they were kind of separated, but he also felt, because he was a believer, that he wasn't worthy uh, to have Jesus come into his house. So he says, just say the word in uh, verse 8, uh, from where you are and my servant will be healed. And Jesus is like, what? This is amazing. You know, here I am preaching to my own people. Nobody believes me. <laughs> and here this guy is Roman is, you know, doesn't even need me to come to the house. He wants me to do it from right here. And so he's saying, um, there's going to be, uh, and I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from east and west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So the Gentiles are going to become believers. Um, but there's going to be many Israelites who won't uh, become believers, and they're going to be cast into darkness, with weeping and gnashing of teeth, which to me, um, I think he's indicating that they're all going to hell. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, and I could be wrong, um, but that's what it seems like. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, because you believed it has happened and the young servant was healed uh, that hour. So again, it's not like, oh, we'll see in the morning. It's, it's happening in the present time. Um, and then, uh, let's see, I highlighted, oh, that Jesus often replied, uh, referred to himself as the Son of Man, which I thought was interesting because then when you jump down into, um, with the demon-possessed men, they refer to him as the, the Son of God. But uh, let's go into Jesus calms the storm. Uh, Jesus uh, got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat. And Jesus is sleeping. Now, he's taking a nap during all this. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't think I could be sleeping during a storm like that. Um, and Jesus replies, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. And then he got up and rebuked the wind and waves.
waves and suddenly, again, suddenly, right in that moment, there was a great calm. And the disciples said in amazement, who is this man? Even the winds and waves obey him. So they're still not getting it. They're, they're kind of thick headed and sort of dense. So then you go down to the uh, demon possessed men, uh, two men who were possessed by demons uh, met him and they were so violent that people couldn't even go into the area. And they began screaming at him, why are you interfering with us, son of God? Have you come here to torture us before God's appointed time? So the demons know what's coming. They know that what's going to happen with Jesus, which I think that's what they're referring to with God's appointed time. Um, they're saying, you know, we know what's coming and you're, you're here a little too early uh, for what's going to happen, I believe. Um, and then he casts the demons into the pigs, and the pigs go running down the side of the hill into the lake and drown. And then the herdsmen go back to the town to tell everybody what's happened. And the entire town came out to meet Jesus, but they begged him to go away and leave them alone. I have no idea why. Uh, the only thing I can speculate is that, um, you know, Jesus sent a whole flock of, or whatever you call them, herd of pigs into the lake and died. And so, you know, that's what they live off of, you know, is the, what, you know, their, their animals and whatnot. So maybe they were upset with him that he killed off their pigs. I don't know. So this is Jesus's time right now uh, where he's ministering to people and he's healing and um, he's becoming very well known and widespread. So um, that's, uh, that's today's uh, reading. Um, again, I'm so incredibly happy that you were able to, uh, join me today. And, uh, I just, uh, hope and pray that, uh, this was a blessing to you and, um, maybe you can invite others to join you during this time. I'm, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of your time. Um, and again, as I always do, uh, for those who are, um, wondering, you know, uh, about becoming a believer, uh, you haven't made that decision yet, um, this is your moment uh, right now. I will give you that opportunity to say the prayer and, um, and then become a, a, a member of the family. So, so let me pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, uh, welcome to the kingdom of heaven and uh, into the brother and sisterhood. Uh, you will find it's a blessing. It's a whole new life. It's... Uh, it's just an amazing choice. So I hope that uh, there's somebody out there who's accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. So thank you for joining me today. Um, I hope to have you back again tomorrow and uh, pray many, many blessings over you.